Welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast for two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me as always is Ben Slinger. Hi! You ben, you, you sound like you're very far away there. What? Oh, oh, hang on, yeah, just a second. Wait, hold on. Hi! Sorry, I was all the way over there in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shit joke. <laughs> It's fine, but keep I'll, it in. Uh, keep so it in. just for those, <laughs> I'm on a trip in Canada at the moment. Well, this is pre-recorded through the magic of time travel from the past. Is that time travel? I don't know if that counts. Um, anyway, enjoy these click pictures that we prepared earlier. Three, two, one, click. Three, two, one, click. Greatest. Ordeal. The greatest ordeal. All right. Greatest ordeal. What sort of ordeal do video game characters go through? I mean, their whole lives are kind of ordeals in some way or another because the whole point of video Pretty games much. is a challenge. But is it? <laughs> is a game set at a bar for video game heroes where they're like um, lamenting- Model after Tapper. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, Rick at Ralph is there. They're lamenting, yeah, like the ordeals that they've gone through in their respective video games and you win if you- Went through the most shit as a video game character. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as part of this, are you are these existing games, or is this you know three or four new properties that we create each of the games, and <laughs> as you play through it, you know you're going through the the ordeal. Uh, so yeah, it just I gets think, worse and think, worse and worse as it goes. Yeah, I think maybe it's because it, what it could be is that it, it might not even be part of the main game, maybe there's just sort of a... Because what this does basically is makes the win condition um, take like do as badly as possible while still succeeding. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so you can... It, it, maybe you get points for uh, being on really low health. Maybe it's a bit like a... Bur- you know how in the burnout games uh, you're like building up your burnout meter... By doing things like driving on the opposite side of the road or near miss, mm-hmm. near misses and stuff. Maybe it's like that. Like every time, like whenever you're on really, really low health, you're just building up your meter or you're building up your points. Uh, every time you, um, like kill someone while you're on low health or you just like slightly dodge out of the way of someone, it's a near miss and you get points. Uh, it, it's all about nearly dying constantly as, as much as you can throughout this game, nearly dying. So it like, it, it encourages recklessness up to the point of death, but punishes death, but punishes death. If you die, you don't get to like, you don't get to the bar at the end to tell all your mates, whoa, all the shit I went through today. <laughs> <laughs> so what where where I'm seeing this and some people I mean I don't actually agree with what I'm about to say but some people okay. would actually call Dark Souls a bit of an ordeal. Yeah. A very unpleasant or, and prolonged experience. Um <laughs> with many deaths. So the reason why I'm sort of thinking of that as well is because there's actually modes within the game that if you get to a certain um if you get a certain Set of set of uh, like rings and a few other things like that. You yeah. can actually get damage bonuses and stuff like that from from being 
at like quarter health or below. Oh yeah, I mean a lot of games have that sort of thing where certain items will yeah will, will like up your damage if you're if you're below. Maybe it's that like I kind of like I kind of like the burnout um, uh, comparison though or, or 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 homage where you're building up a meter and maybe like when that meter's full you can pull off these grand escape moves. So maybe mm-hmm. it's that. Yeah, like, the, you know, the longer you play or kill things at low health, the more that meter builds up. And as long as that meter is full, like, when you would have usually died, if you, like, hit, you know, maybe there's a quick quick time event or some sort of mini game, that as long as you pull that off, you use up your meter, but you, like, do some huge awesome move to kill everything in the room and, and not die. Cool. But but it can only be triggered if you literally, if it's on a an attack that would have otherwise killed you. <laughs> right so there's this real incentive to just be fucking at low health all the time riding that edge yep yeah i like that that's kind of neat and it, it, it probably would be some sort of dark souls souls ish kind of game right because it needs to have that challenge it needs to be you know and, uh, you've dark souls is a sort of game that that encourages that sort of People doing it in stupid ways and still getting through it because of the difficulty. You know, playing with the fucking, like, Donkey Konga drums or the bloody rock band drum kit or whatever. <laughs> or people playing it with, with like, the DDR dance mat. <laughs> Didn't someone beat it playing with fucking bananas or something that were hooked up as, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And potatoes and a few other things like yeah. that. It's it's amazing what people have actually managed to do. I've never played them. Anyway. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I like them. Yeah. Let's click again. Okay, three to one click. Favor. Pledge. Favor pledge. Right, well, that... So, that kind of brings to mind, um, like, you know, the whole thing with the the lady pledging herself to a knight or something, like dropping the handkerchief or something. Isn't there something around that with the sort of traditional knights in shining armor? Yeah, see, I went to, like, a fraternity or sorority where you're pledging. <laughs> right, okay, okay. So, I'm just imagining, you know, the the horrible <laughs> sort yeah. of well, the, things yeah, that yeah, people yeah. are being, being put through to to actually- The ordeal that they're being put through to, <laughs> to become a, <laughs> yeah, a, talk a about frat or a sorority Yeah, member. okay, we could do a game around fraternities or sorority. Like, that's interesting. That's interesting. I will come out at the beginning and say that I think they're horrible organizations for the most part. But anyway. And that's why we're going to satirize them. Yes, we're, exactly. We're going to satirize them. All right. So, so you're a, what is it? You're a, a pledge rushing. Is that what it is? Rushing to join a yeah. frat? I don't know. We don't have them here in Australia. So, uh, I'm garnering all of this purely from like fucking- Animal House and- Like American Pie <laughs> movies or something. Was it? I don't know. Did they do that in that? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. In like they had American Pie Beta House and- Oh know, God. Yeah. The like knockoff- The Naked Mile. The knockoff <laughs> ones with all of Stifler's cousins. Yep. <laughs> um, maybe we can make it one of those. Maybe it's American Pie. Like it's a, it's a, it's a spin-off game of American Pie where you play Jared Stifler. Was that one of them already? I feel like Jared is a very Stifler name. Yep. And he's doing a favour to his to his brother and organising, you know, for him to be able to pledge into um into the fraternity. Yeah. Yeah. So this is yet another stifler. The grand tradition of disgusting sexist stiflers who like sexually harass women and he goes through this entire game just like getting the shit kicked out of him as a pledge, basically. Yep. As we yeah, as we somehow satirize 
the horrible, horrible list. Oh, in fact, in fact, we d- we don't do this often. Yeah, it's a sorority. Okay, yeah, and it's a female stifler. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, that's interesting. So is because she as I mean, horrible- all the movies they just they just went into the into the male ones. So maybe she's actually really really nice, but she wants to get into the sorority because. Um, her mum was in the sorority and her grandmother was also in the sorority and all this sort of stuff. But yep. she's, she's, she's a legacy. Kind of uncool, not sexist at all, but, but she realizes that some of the people around there are, are a bit sexist. So I think it might be a, a way to break away from the general stifler mold. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's not a bad thing. All right. What's her name? Um, Stephanie Stifler. <laughs> St- Stephanie? Uh, <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> Steph Stifler, yeah. Her parents were, uh, well, I mean, her parents were Stiflers, so they were assholes. They gave her a shitty name. Yeah. Steph Stifler. Uh, all right. So, she, yeah, well, she's like the good it's, Stifler. Obviously, it's a, it's a father was a Stifler and her mum right. wasn't. So she's, I mean, she's trying to get rid of the Stifler name as, as such. Okay. Okay. I kind of like, I kind of like where this is going. All right, so she's trying to, she's trying to, yeah, she's she's trying to sort of not live up to, not follow in the footsteps of Stifler name and be a total horrible prick, but she still wants to, she still wants to join this sorority, so she has to do some of the, uh, some of the things that these sororities, you know, and I mean sororities really aren't women friendly in a lot of ways either. Like so much of of what sororities need to do is about making yourselves look good for the men in the fraternities, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely not feminist organizations. So no. what's the gameplay though? What is is this what is this? Like a point and click adventure or something? We go there a lot, but it seems narrative based. It seems narrative based. I think maybe the stories that her mum was was telling her about this place was they're not a typical sorority and, you know, they, they respect Brains over over beauty, right. but when she gets there, it's just a typical. It is sort just of a sorority. typical sorority, so and her mum's just she, like looking through rose-colored tr- glasses. She's trying to like you know subvert the entire sorority by getting in there and then you know trying to trying to like, change people's become minds leadership and, and, and and turn it around. Also, okay, yeah. so maybe it was like that when her mum was there, but in the meantime, it's just degenerated into the standard, um, yeah, like horrible. Throw parties, have sex with frat boys, sort of thing. Which is trying to turn it back into something more respectable. Yeah, tearing it down from the inside. I quite like it. So, uh, are we? Is it point and click, or is it? Maybe it's VR, and we can really uh, like because most most people who play games are men. So maybe this is actually an opportunity to really give men an idea of what it's like to be horribly, horribly sexually harassed. <laughs> Horribly, horribly sexually harassed. Yeah, exactly. That's not exactly. I, I, I think we're having, we're, having something. We're trying to educate the privileged masses. <laughs> oh, see, my my mind's just gone to like you know the first party and the you got to be careful about your drink and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, oh god, you know, can go down some very dark alleyways. Yeah, there. well, this is the thing. This is the thing. Like. As as sort of happy-go-lucky as all those college movies are, like, the behaviour that's within them is, is actually really problematic and probably difficult to turn into a video game without continuing those problems. <laughs> Maybe it needs to be an educational game. 
Maybe it needs to be that, that no matter no matter what what happens in the game, you know, um, <laughs> you, you keep on getting cat calls. You get you keep on getting. Um, That's it. No matter what you dress in, no matter how you behave, it's showing that like victim blaming is not what you do here because men are the issue, specifically frat boys are a huge issue, and. I don't know. So the the way to the way to turn the sorority around is to destroy the frat system. Yes, definitely destroy the Greek system completely. That's the only win condition. <laughs> How to turn the sorority back into what it should have been <laughs> is to A destroy the, the whole system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it just turns into like community at the end. It's <laughs> <laughs> community. The whole thing was was a meta community. Episode, awesome. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think we tackled some. That some was an interesting one. I'm not sure there's much of a game in there, but hey, don't be we an asshole. We tackled the big issues. Yeah, three to one click. Sneezing, bun. Wait, bun? Yes, B U N. Okay, all right. Sneezing bun. Okay, so it's a sentient bun. Yeah, I was kind of going that direction too. I'm not sure why. With a cold. Um. <laughs> So, I, I think what's actually happened is, like, the yeast has oh. has caught itself an infection. And it's the flu, basically. Right. And so, in the, in the heating process that would normally kill off the, kill off the yeast and all that sort of stuff, or, or whatever would normally kill off the yeast, it hasn't quite happened. And so, the, the bun is sentient. Right. And you, you, you play the bun, and your whole idea is to get out of this bakery. But it's it's a stealth game. But the bun sneezes. <laughs> so, so <laughs> okay, okay. And there's a lot of flour and stuff in bakeries. So it's yep. it's like a matter of avoiding things that will cause you to sneeze and attract yep. the attention of the baker. I'm almost picturing. I haven't actually played it yet, but I've seen some video of that game, Little Nightmares. So it could actually yeah, be I played it yet. It could actually be really dark. Um, and if you get caught, it's like. This this horrible baker just comes and finds you and chops you into pieces and eats you, rips you apart, and tears you apart. Goes, mm, that's that's some good that's bun, nice bun. Yeah. So, what are you playing? A finger bun? <laughs> well, maybe maybe there's some character customization. <laughs> <laughs> you get to decorate. You get to you know, decorate. Put, put you get your to on, yeah. You get to choose your shape. Put put anything on top that you want. Sesame seeds, poppy seeds, icing. Um, you, you get to decide just some of your ingredients, whether you're a sweet bun or a, or a plain bun. Um, not rolls, you know. Maybe each of these yep. things can give you different like abilities, or or Donuts. at least. <laughs> yeah, you can. You, that's the thing. You can, we could go to other baked goods, definitely. Um, and depending on the specific baked good that you choose, you can have different moves, or I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just sort of the 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 general weight and shape that you create or choose. Um, uh, affects you know how maybe how high you can jump or far you can jump or how much noise you make when you land. I'm picturing now it's kind of like I am bread. Yep, makes sense. But the yep. idea is that all your whole objective for the game is just get out of get out of this get room. out of the bakery to freedom. Yep, yep. But of course, if you if you stumble across if you go into some dust, you sneeze. Yep. If you um go go near the open window. That um, the pollen flying through and the, po- yeah. the pollen flies through, you sneeze and and you've just got a cold in general. So maybe there's like a meter that pepper. There's maybe there's a meter that just builds up, and if it hits the yeah. top, you will sneeze. Uh, and do you have hands? Because like, can you put your finger under your nose to stop it? Like it lowers the meter. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think you can because you, you make, you're sentient. You sit, so I'm thinking you sit and make that face um, that you make when you're about to sneeze. Can't tell if it's going to come on. Occasionally, you know, you can have like the baker is making some noise. So if if you time your sneeze yeah, right, yeah, you've, got definitely. A, you've got a button that you can fire out your sneeze, and that that stifles it for a bit. Well, as long as um, well, you can't just sneeze whenever you want though. Like the meter's got to be high enough, right? So you really do yeah. have to time it. You know, you need to lower it a bit by stopping, putting your finger on your nose, but you also don't want to be seen. So you have to be in the right place that you're not going to be seen if the baker turns around. Uh, mm-hmm. But as long as you've, you've, yeah, as long as your sneeze meter is fairly high up on that meter, uh, on, on that meter, um, and and you know that the noise is coming, then yeah, you can let that sneeze out. Cloud of flour oh. just comes out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Congealed like flour with moisture and stuff, and <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like that. It's like that uh, that texture when you've added when you've just added the mortar to the flour, so it's kind of that gooey. You haven't quite added enough flour yet, and it sort of yeah sticks to things. Yeah, so it's not it's not like yeah, it's very snot like snot like so mixture. I, I'm just imagining what yours and my my choice for for the um. For the character customization. Okay, yeah, you go first. What was vanilla it? slice? Oh, vanilla slice. Okay, so we go into that level. All right. Oh hell yeah! So the vanilla slice just sneezes custard then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snot block. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So do you get <laughs> do you get extra benefits for being a snot block since it's a sneeze based game? Um, um, can you do something with that mucusy custard that you sneeze out? <laughs> Helps you climb things. <laughs> oh, no, I just went to somewhere that wasn't exactly great. But anyway, um, was it semen? You play, you, you play, you play <laughs> multiple buns leaving, and wherever these ones happen to to sneeze, okay, you know, you as your final character, which is the the, the vanilla slice, goes and collects it up. <laughs> oh, gross! It's <laughs> getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> well, maybe it's like it out- maybe it is a maybe it's more like like a Lost Viking style thing where you you get to you've got three different types of of baked good with each with their different powers. So yeah, you've got the okay, you've got cool. the vanilla slice, the snot block, and they've all got colds, right? But all their sneezes do different things. So this the snot block sneezes out snotty custard, but that gives you like a gripping surface that you can like climb maybe. Or oh, I was actually thinking. I mean, if you remember. That that sort of texture of that stuff, it was very rubbery. So maybe that's what you can use to bounce. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just sneeze out some some custard, and that lets you get to higher places. Yep, yep. Um, then you got the chocolate eclair. Okay, it sneezes cream. Yep, sneezes cream, and um, and then you got the, just wondering the, what that can do. Uh, that can maybe help you slide. Yeah, what? Yeah, I guess there could be reasons to slide. Uh, I mean, it all comes down to the level design, right? I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got the donut and it sneezes, sneezes sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking you've got like the finger bun and that sneezes like the, the mucusy well, but sort of we probably, thing that you can grip, you can grip with. You can grip with. Oh, okay. I reckon we get rid of the, I reckon we get rid of the eclair then because I feel like cream and the, and the other ones, like they're all liquidy. I feel like something has to sneeze hundreds and thousands that, like, you can use against the baker to, like, sl- make him slip over and, and stumble or something. So, in other words, you really need, like, a gumball machine. <laughs> hundreds of thousands will do. They're big. They're, I don't know. <laughs> they're big. No, or maybe not. <laughs> I'm, trying to think of, I'm trying to think of other things that hundreds of thousands could be used for or sprinkles. Okay. It's, it's one of those fancy ones. And you know those really, really... Hard silver bowl things. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking maybe it's maybe it's more that there's combinations. Um, so it's not that the cream. 
Uh, it's not that you need the, what did you say the third one was going to be that let like, you stick to things? Finger bun. Finger bun. The, like mucusy flower moisture thingy. Right, right. Well, I'm thinking it's more, you've got the chocolate eclair and it um, spews out cream, but if you then switch to the donut and it spews out sprinkles onto the cream, then that creates like the Something that you a can- A grippy surface. A grippy surface, <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Like, you can, you combine their mucuses to, <laughs> to create the, the, uh, desired outcome to get past the level. So, unlike Lost Vikings, though, this is a fully 3D environment. Like, it's not a 2D platformer thing. I want full okay, 3D. Yeah. We want it realistic, glistening mucusy surfaces with custard and cream. And and I want I want this um I want this baker to, you know, in certain levels the baker is just pepper mad, and so that right. that adds to the adds to like the um like there's pepper everywhere. Yeah, so if you okay. go the wrong wrong way. Then there's you, just clouds of pepper that you have to avoid, and your, your sneeze meter is going up a lot faster. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Well, and well, see, this is interesting as well because even to use your powers, even to use your sneeze powers, it's gonna be time. It's gonna be time right around around the noise of it. Exactly, exactly. I wonder if you could just like when you need to, instead of sneezing, just like cover one nostril and blow. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit quieter. It doesn't go as far, but if you just really need that custard to come out right now to bounce on, and there's no way to. To keep to um, there's no way to time it right with the sneeze. You just like cover one nostril, <laughs> just it just <laughs> pulls at your feet. It's just a different technique for getting that mucus out. <laughs> there's another technique as well. <laughs> you hold X to dig. <laughs> it <sticks> the nose. <laughs> uh, well, it depends how bad your cold is, because it might be too runny, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like this idea that, like, yeah, for project, like, if you need to, if you need to project your mucus uh, onto something, then you have to do the sneeze. But if you need it just nearby, then you can, yeah, you can just sort of o- dig and ooze wipe. it out, <laughs> dig and wipe and, and blow. Okay. <laughs> wow, there's some good stuff there. I like it. It really is. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's click again. Three, two, one, click. Oh, interesting, Granny. Whore. Oh no! Come on! (sighs) Alright, I'm just, I'm just trying to think (laughs) if there's anything we can do that's not horrible. I mean, there's not even any really other definitions for whore, is there? I mean, it could be. I guess it could be (laughs) non-sexual. Like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay. No. Oh, so, okay. You do have something? No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you play the granddaughter. Okay. Of, of this, of obviously, your granny. The, yeah. Um, and she, your granny isn't long for this world. And she actually says, says that, you know, the one thing that she always wanted was like, you know, a, a real, you know, hunk of a man. <laughs> to, um, okay. Yep. To, yep. To have and to hold, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> because, um, you know, it turns out that granddad wasn't much of a lover. Uh, well, 
you're you're expecting you're expecting that you know back back in this day that she was married for a long time, but maybe he actually um, went to war. Okay. Left, left his pregnant wife and died in World War Two. Right, so she's like and literally so she, had sex. She once. never, she never had had sex again. Okay, so you as the granddaughter have to go and find the perfect man whore. <sighs> okay. <laughs> uh, what's the Come game on, play? I took it. I took it. A, um. <laughs> So it's like papers, please. Um, Sounds more like Tinder. <laughs> swipe left, swipe left, swipe right. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm thinking it's pa- it's like papers, please. All right, so yeah, um, okay, we could take it to a place where this there could be an interesting thing where you, as the granddaughter, just want to find your grandma, someone who's going to treat her right, exactly. But your grandma really just wants to get fucked. <laughs> 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 but in a sensual loving way. Yeah. <laughs> it is sexual loving. I said sensual. Oh well, yeah, I just mispronounced sensual. <laughs> it is sensual loving horny boy hammer at home way. Mm-hmm. So um the the only thing is and and this is this is sort of like the stipulation that Granny says okay. is that it can't be a male prostitute. So you've got to find the right person who's going to fall into the lie that it's not actually that he's not actually a male prostitute because she, because she wants someone who actually Wait. loves her for her and not she doesn't want to pay for it effectively. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, I'll just back up and I didn't say that. <laughs> Yeah, well, I just yeah, I just because <laughs> I'm not sure where we can go because either you're literally like deceiving your grandma into having sex with a prostitute, <laughs> or you're trying to convince regular people in the street to have sex with your grandma, like which is fine. I mean, you generally, it's not going to like. I just, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm imagining young. I don't want to bring in any ageist stuff here either, right? Like. Yep. No. Yeah. And you haven't. I'm just saying, like, grandmas are, should have good sex lives. I want them to. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you're, we, we say granny, but it's like, I, I have a look for, for like, how old, say, our parents are and their grandparents. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It doesn't have to be 90. No, no, I know. 90 I know. odd. We're, know. we're talking maybe 70s. Um. Okay, so it's like papers, please. And one of the one of the things that that Kathy has to actually do is like check check into their like. Um, is Kathy the granddaughter? Kathy's the granddaughter. Does she say "ack" a lot? <laughs> I think that's what she says, What's right? Uh, it's a horrible one. <laughs> uh, Comic. Now I got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's going off the rails. All right, sorry. Go on. Yes. What is okay. what does Kathy okay, so need to act? Ka- Kathy has to has to check into you know their whether they're clean or not because oh. obviously she <laughs> yeah okay. So you get their sexual history and their like hospital records from their STD test. Is that it? Yep. Yep. 
Um, perfect. And, and so, as as part of the part of the um, part of the like, uh, what's it called? The screening process. You know, she she has to point out contradictions and and choose whether whether they go into the, into the um. <laughs> right. Okay. So very much like papers, please. Yeah, You're gonna check the exactly dates. Like papers, check. Please. Yeah. Check the result. Okay. Make and, sure you understand so, what positive or negative means on this test. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you know you you're going to want you know um, positive indicators for for certain certain Sperm diseases count. and negative indicators for other ones. Yep. Oh, well, don't think you're going to have to worry about <laughs> sperm count because she's gone through menopause. I mean, come on, it's somewhat real. So anyway, um, the first part of the game is getting through the getting. Each of the each of the people that she likes into the second round, okay, and then the second round is like the sexual histories and that sort of stuff. All right, and then the third round is maybe you know working out whether they're actually good people or not. I mean, you you don't want a complete racist, you know, having sex with your grandmother. Yeah. Um. And so anyway, when you finally get to the final round, okay, I'm kind of scared <laughs> about what the final round's going to be, but go on. <laughs> you, you basically say, Grandma, this is, this is, um, Je- uh, uh what, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Jefferson or Pedro or something like that. I don't know, whoever, whoever you happen to choose. And then, like, you don't see anything, but you hear the passionate love <laughs> happening in the next room. Okay. <laughs> And you, you know that you've, you've given your grandmother a good time and it's, it's just a clean, wholesome game. You don't get to see anything. No, no, it's fine. You get to cheer her on a bit. <laughs> well go, done, grandma. Well done, Gran. <laughs> Did she come? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bitstorm Junior, <laughs> Bitstorm Nights, Bitstorm After Dark. Okay, and that's all we have time for today on Bitstorm. I'll be back next week with hopefully a guest from the AGPN or another buffer episode that I recorded earlier with Ben. You can check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We are Bitstormcast on all those. Find us on iTunes. We We'd really love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe to us there. We've also got a website, bitstormcast.com. We'd like to thank Kuradust for our theme song, Mount Defiance, off of the album Containment Failure. Ben's been working on, on a website, Podchaser, so feel free to check that out using the beta key Bitstorm and give this episode and all our other episodes and podcasts a bit of a rating on there as well. We'd also like to say hello to all our fellow AGPN podcasts out there. Uh, check them out on Twitter by following the hashtag AGPN or on Facebook, the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. And I've been Trevor Scott and Ben has been Ben Slinger. And thank you for joining us on this episode of Bitstorm. Bitstorm. <laughs>